Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to StrayCast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace! Welcome back to Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. I'm Pat Renwick. Um, right now, we're 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 pretty excited to have this dude back on the show. Um, I think this maybe what is the third time, Andy? Is this third his, time? His third time back. Um, ladies and gentlemen, your 2017 FLW Tour Angler of the Year, Brian Thrift. Yes. What's up, guys? What's up, dude? <laughs> What's up, dude? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a Brian Thrift commercial right now. Are you ready? Are you ready? The definition Let's of ex- the definition of excellence: consistency, dependability, and outstanding performance. He is your 2017 Angler of the Year, Brian Thrift. We think, Brian. There That's it is. pretty good. Is that, is that I a, like it. Kind of sounded like an outboard commercial <laughs> yeah, at the beginning. It was. Right? I stole it from a bunch of different commercials. I did. I, and then I made it the Brian Thrift commercial <laughs> right there. But, dude, congratulations. That's so awesome, man. You did it. Number two. Yeah, I know. It's a big relief. <laughs> yeah, dude. You, I've, I've, been, I've been worried to death for two months. I, I know. And, and that worrying reminds me of a five letter dirty word. You, you know what that five letter dirty word is? Do you know Brian? <laughs> Where's Brian? Brian hung up on us already. Yeah, we lost him. The dirty word is Senko. <laughs> <laughs> Are you there, Thrifty? Yeah, I'm here. My phone messed up. Oh, that's okay. Oh. So what what I said is is you know that 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 nervousness or that anticipation, that release reminds me of a five letter dirty word. Do you know what the five letter dirty word is? What's that? It's river. The five-letter dirty word is river. river. Yes, I agree with you. And you conquered the I river. I agree with you. <laughs> I don't know if I conquered it, but I survived. <laughs> you survived the rumbling river. There is no, that's a good way to yes. put it. I mean, you uh, you basically, you had a 12th or better kind of thing going on, didn't you? Uh, up and, you know, all the way to yeah. be, up to be. Yeah, there, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad I had such a big cushion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know you got. I mean, the closest guy was Morgan, but you you can never you can never uh, count the goat out, can you? No, I mean he he's going to catch him every tournament. I mean, you just got to try to stay with him. If you can beat Andy in every tournament, you're going to have an awesome year. You're going to make some money. <laughs> you're going to you're going to make some money, man. And then you did it. You you survived the river. In the last two derbies, and I know you were nervous about that a little bit. I, I was. I mean, <clears throat> I, I was figuring it up, like going into the la- or the Mississippi River event. I think I had an eighty point lead. And I'm already thinking, you know, I don't have to win. I just got a top forty the next two. And nobody can beat me. That's all I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was I was putting more pressure on myself to just not screw up because I did have such a big lead. <laughs> but I was thinking like the whole time I'm thinking, you know, I've got like a huge lead going into the last two tournaments. And if I lose, that's what everybody's going to be talking about. They're not going to be talking about who won the year. They're going to be talking about 
the year Brian Lostanger. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like the 1969 <laughs> Chicago Cubs. Or yes, something like that. exactly. Yeah. What is it about rivers that intimidate you? I mean, is it the, the – um, tell me. I'm, I, it doesn't really intimidate me. It's just I hate fishing in crowds, and, and river fish seem to be so predictable. You you can't really get away from everybody, I mean, because all the fish do the same thing on the same places, mm-hmm. and if that's not where you're fishing, you can't compete. I mean, right. it's it's so hard to find something to yourself. I, I, I think that just drives me crazy because I I don't like fishing in a crowd. I don't like fishing that obvious stuff that everybody in the field's going to practice on and stuff like that and i think sure. it, i just i beat myself mentally really because you i mean your style is definitely like for lack of a better way of putting it fishing obscure stuff and running and gunning through the entire derby and it's hard to do on a river yeah. when people are just rotating through community holes you know there could have been four guys there before you exactly and it's that's just hard for me to fish like that but so I, I tried to make sure I didn't be hard-headed at the Potomac River. I just got in the crowds with them, and it, it worked out. I think that's the second check I've ever made at the Potomac, so I was proud nice. of myself. <laughs> so in your practices, will you actually avoid um, popular spots that might even be some of the best spots just because you don't you don't want to fish in the crowd? Yeah, I do that a lot in practice. I mean, just because I can't stand sitting there with, 20 boats around me throwing at the <laughs> same little patch of grass. I mean, it drives me crazy. Well, we've heard Hackney say the same thing, yeah, you know. Thing. So he says some of his spots might not be the best, but he's going to have to himself. And we had Biffle but, on first. Yeah. We had Biffle. He was our first guest. And he, he loves said, the crowds. Yeah, he said if you get too close to him, he'll cut you. That's what Biffle said to us. He's going to cut. I'm a lot smaller than the rest of these guys. I'm going to have to shoot them all. <laughs> well, Biffle did, say, Biffle did suggest having potato guns in derbies. I don't know how you feel about that. <laughs> true story. It happened here on the air. It really happened. Man, I think that one of the coolest things that, um, about you is you told us on on one of the previous episodes here is that you you practice obviously, but you don't really pre fish events. You kind of you kind of take it as it comes, man. That, that uh, and it pays off for you, man. That's pretty cool. A lot of guys are going to the lakes ahead of time, you know, before the cutoff, and you kind of just you're taking it as it comes, man. That's pretty cool, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I do a lot of tournaments like that, especially springtime tournaments where things are changing week to week. But you know, if it's a if it's a tournament that's the pattern's going to hold for a while, and I get a chance, I'll go pre-fish a day or two. But anymore, they pack all our tournaments around pre-spawn, spawn, and post-spawn, and those fish are constantly moving. And I feel like when I go pre-practice and find some fish, like I waste the first day of practice checking stuff they were on, you know, three weeks ago. Yeah. And it just it never works out for me. It plays on you. It definitely plays on you. There's no doubt about it. Hey, uh, you had a, uh, you had a, um, they say there's no magic lures, uh, but you had, uh, you had a lure that was pretty magical for you this year, didn't you? Yeah, that little Demiki Stinger was definitely, I don't know if it was magic, but it was definitely my confidence lure this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Thrift's Magic now, is what it's called. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it, what, it was magical that second day at Potomac River, I know that. 
<laughs> for those out there uh, watching and listening, t- tell us that don't know what the Demiki Stinger is. Uh, tell us about it. Tell tell us what it does. It's a, a soft stick, plastic stick bait. They got a five and a half inch size and a four inch size, and I I think it's better because the the fall rate on it's so much slower than most other soft plastic stick baits on the market. And I think it just just that more natural fall gets a lot more bites, especially fishing it weightless. Yeah, and is is this kind of like is that thing been out for a little bit, Brian, or is it? Yeah, it's been out for you know seven or eight years probably, and I've oh, wow. I've used it off and on all throughout my career. But it was like this year it finally clicked with me, and I've seen what it was capable of and all the different situations I could apply it. It's amazing. It seems like. There's a progression towards that that type of bait. Not that it hasn't always been there, but I'm not sure why this is happening. You're seeing a lot of anglers um, flipping lighter baits, okay? Um, you're seeing a lot of anglers um, not necessarily downsizing tackle, but 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 downsizing the approach. Does does that make any sense to you, Brian? Are you seeing that? Oh, yeah. It, it makes perfect sense. It, especially, I mean, that a perfect situation where that played out was at the Potomac River last week. And the first day of the event, I tried to catch them on a swim jig and a big worm in the grass, and I think I caught six keepers all day long. I mean, you're talking 6.30 to 4.30, six Ouch. keeper bites. So mm-hmm. I've nervous all day long and the second day I, I go to my starting place and I catch three pounder on a frog first thing like third cast and then uh they kind of quit biting it and I I was like man I'm, I'm not doing this again I'm not having another one of these long frustrating days so <laughs> I actually I, I put my power poles down dug out my Fitzgerald spinning rod with 10 pound P-line tactical fluorocarbon on it, put that little four inch, I mean the little four inch Demiki Stinger with no weight on a spinning rod in a massive grass bed. And just, I caught 30 fish between two and a half and three pounds in 45 minutes. That's outstanding. Wow. So it's safe to say you're yeah, a pretty so, patient I mean, it, fisherman. It, it went from a, yeah, I mean it went from a frustrating day Thursday to an hour after blast off, I've got 15 pounds in the live well, knowing I've won angler of the year, so I'm fishing the rest of the day as happy as I can be. Don't really care if I get no bite. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That's a victory lap. <laughs> you know, I, I think people are downsizing because everyone's getting better. Not just these professionals are getting better. Everyone's mm-hmm. getting better. I think the fish are getting more pressured. I mean, they're getting caught more. That's a stupid Ned rig. You mean it works? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean the fish, the fish are definitely getting more educated, and the, like you said, the fishermen are getting more educated, and thus there's more fish getting educated as well. I mean they've seen everything there is to see. Yeah, yeah. So you won a few bucks this year, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. This was a good year. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. It, w- it wasn't bad. So like, let's let's break this into perspective. Let's get real. Okay, this is some real talk. Right now, Brian, are you ready for some real talk? I'm ready. Okay, so let's say how okay. How much money do you think you won this year? Did you figure it out in your brain? Do you know? I I don't know an exact figure, but I know I've won at least a hundred thousand. At, at least <laughs> just just peanuts, small <laughs> yeah. change, downsizing. You're downsizing. The now, how much do you think you spent this year? You won a hundred thousand. How much did you spend? How much did I spend? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've probably spent 
60,000. 60,000. Wow. So it, it just goes to show, it's the old adage that bassin ain't easy. It ain't all uh, dragons and titties. You know, it's just not. It, 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 no, it's not. I mean, it's the only job you don't get paid to show up for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to do it. You got to do it time in and time out. And you win. I mean, you're, you're super consistent. You're the the echelon. Is that how you say it? Echelon? Echelon. Echelon of excellence. It, it sounds good. <laughs> yeah. And, well, Brian Thrift, the echelon of excellence. Can you uh, trademark that, please, Ginger? <laughs> Yes, he just trademarked Stop. it. We got trademark that one. TM. Brian Griff, the echelon of excellence. That is you. Um, you know, you, you win $100,000 in a season, and you're spending $60,000. Spend money to make money. You got to spend money to make money. But think about how well you did and, and how compared to a lot of the other anglers that did pretty good. You did amazing. Think about the anglers that did pretty good. They got to be in the red, man, you know? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, you got to factor in sponsor money and all that. I mean, it's it's pretty good. Okay, so. good. I like hearing that. I I do like hearing that. I mean, that's that's a positive outlook. And you won more than a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> He's too. being totally modest yeah. right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, He's, we've done a little better than that, but. You know. <laughs> his name his name ain't smoke for nothing because he's blowing smoke at us right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey uh you know uh dude when you're when you're cruising home from a derby and you're feeling good, Brian, what what's your jam? I mean what's the jam? I know you're all you know, everybody's saying smoke on the water, blah blah blah, but what's the <laughs> what's what's your jam, dude? Like what pumps you up, dude? Oh man, they I can go with just about anything. I mean, I was I was in the shop just a minute ago straightening out my tackle, and I mean, there's some Bee Gees playing, and then <laughs> nice. I have some Metallica. I mean, you, you never know, maybe Dang, maybe you, some old early eight mid eighties rap. You know, dude, with you everything. Are, you are an eclectic <laughs> wow. music buff. He went Bee Gees to Metallica. <laughs> Bee Gees to Metallica. Barry Gibb yeah. to wow. James Hetfield. Yeah. Shadow Dancer. <laughs> He's he had it going on that, right there. <laughs> is that pre-disco BGs or, or disco BGs? Do what? <laughs> do you like the I disco do. BGs or do you like the pre-disco BGs? Um, a little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. They were a talented band. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna give you that. Any, anything I don't have to slow down for. <laughs> as long as we got like. Uh, you know, a considerable amount of beats per minute were good. Sure. <laughs> that's, keeping his, that's keeping his attention. He's got the metronome set. So do you consider yourself on vacation right now? Um, yeah, kind of. I mean, we we got a pretty good vacation coming up. We're just taking it easy for a couple of weeks. This is me and my wife's 10-year anniversary. So well, Congratulations. A, Where's the studio big, audience? Big trip playing. Congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Thrift. <laughs> Right there. Thank you, guys. The happy couple. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. A-O-Y, we like to call them here. Yeah, I mean, we, we didn't get to have a very long honeymoon, so this is going to be our our big trip. Because Actually, when we got married, it's a pretty good story. We got married, like, probably a week and a half before the championship, my rookie year on tour. So we went for, like, a two-day honeymoon and. I came home, packed up, and went to fish championship. <laughs> so we're 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 gonna do it right this time. <laughs> nice. You know where you should go? Like you should go to like um, Conway, Twitty City, or Dollywood. Have you ever considered one of those? <laughs> Gatlinburg. Yeah. Nah, I never considered that. I, yeah. I think she, I think she's some, looking for something a little more tropical. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. 
<laughs> Billboard City. Yeah, like um, like Columbia, South Carolina, Lake Murray. <laughs> yeah. Something exactly. tropical That'd like that. <laughs> something tropical like that, which, boom, leads right in there. How you feeling, man? How you feeling for Murray? What's the thoughts? What's the spark on the horizon? I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I, I haven't fished Lake Murray since the last time the championship was there. And uh, it's a place I like to go, so hopefully it'll work out. I mean, I feel like the last two times we've been there, I've been on some decent fish and looking forward to it. I, I love the summertime tournaments just because it's a grind. I mean, it's hot. You yeah. got you got so much you got to deal with. And I, I think that really, truly shows the best fishermen because, I mean, you're out there 14-hour days and then 100 degrees with no wind in practice. I mean, it, mm. you got to work for it. Dude, and it fits your... It's right. It's right in your uh, in your in your in wheelhouse. Your wheelhouse. That's the word. Thank you, Ryan. It's, <laughs> r- it's right in your wheelhouse. It's gonna fit your style, dude. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, it could be amazing, and that's one thing that I I admire about FLW is that that you know over bass, and I love both leagues. I'm not gonna kid you. I'm a fan of the sport. Um, but I like how FLW still has their the big event, the Forestwood Cup, in the summer. Like and 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 I understand. Yeah, what, I, I like it. Yeah, and I understand what Bass is doing. They they want a slugfest and they have it early in the year, and that's great. It, it it really is. But just that summer event just brings back the, the to me the essence and the spirit of bass fishing. You know, that's how we boys were boys of summer. Yeah, that's how we were raised, man. You know. Yeah, and then plus, I mean, to me, a springtime event, it's more of a. I mean, not saying you can get lucky and win a springtime event, but you can find that one magical place, you know, where fish are pre-spawn and you can just sit there and win the tournament. I mean, you right. it's hard to do that in a summertime event. I mean, you've got to sure. have four or five, six different patterns going. And, I mean, it, it's a grind mentally because, I mean, most of the time you're you're fighting to catch five in a day yeah. in the summertime. So, And it's hammered down it, in the hammer to, lane. To me, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Not as much reloading. <laughs> exactly, exactly, dude. It fits your it fits your style. I'm just saying it would be absolutely amazing um, if you if you pull this off. Yeah, I mean, you got the AOI and the Forest Wood Cup. Has anybody done that? Has anybody done uh, that? the AOI and the Cup? Have they? Uh, um, I don't think I don't think they have. But you know, not an FLW. No. Yeah, dude, this could be amazing. I'm going to go ahead and predict it right now. He's doing the right thing. He came on the show. Yeah. That's the, I mean, that's the main thing. Look how good it worked out for you before. practice comes second. I mean, gosh, you know. That's true. Yeah, every time. We breed champions. We do. There's something about this. We do. Pedigrees. I like it. Pedigrees. Hey, are you superstitious at all, Brian? Like, you know. No, not really. You got nothing. I mean, nothing. Just a doing. little stitch. Come on, every every bass fisherman is superstitious. A little. Don't blow smoke at us now, smoke. Come on. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't. I'm not very superstitious at all. I mean, Davy Heights got his lucky underwear. We know that about him. <laughs> um, Biffle's got his lucky shorts. Rick, Rick Clun wears an Indian headdress. We know that about him. Duckett had the shoes. <laughs> yeah, Duckett's got the shoes. shoes. Yep. Remember, he told us about yep. that. Skeet's uh, got the yellow everything. Skeet's black and yellow. Yep, <laughs> that's where it's at. That's Skeet. Yeah, but nothing? Brian Thrift, no superstitions about bass fishing? No, I don't. Dude, you are a monster. <laughs> Do you try to catch <laughs> one on your first cast? Do you want to catch one on your first cast? <laughs> 
Yeah, of course. I want it to be a big one, too. See? <laughs> yeah. He is a monster! <laughs> With a banana in the boat. Yeah. Damn, I love this guy. <laughs> Brian Thrift is freaking amazing, dude. I, if I could do it, I would catch one on a banana on the first catch. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you might be able to do that next time you come up to lacrosse or something. They're pretty dumb there. You got to wacky rig your banana. That's what you got to do. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, Brian, I want to thank you again, man, uh, for coming on the show, hanging out with us, dude. And, and, and really, we're super proud of you. I know that might not mean much coming from a bunch of knuckleheads like us, dude. But oh, shoot. I appreciate it. Dude, we're really happy for you, man. I mean, it's... Uh, it's pretty damn cool, dude. Second time AOY, and 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 many more to come. I'm sure, you know. I hope so, <laughs> dude. So good, so good. Hey, um, we'll see you at the cup. We're gonna be hanging out at the cup. Oh, good deal. Y'all are gonna make it down to Columbia. Yeah, yep. yeah. We're gonna be down there. We're gonna do some broadcasts, and uh, and we're gonna get you uh, live on air. And I'm gonna talk to you about real. Yeah, that'd be great. Real superstition. That's what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> When we get there. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, anything you want to say to your fans and your sponsors before we get out of here? Yeah, I just want to thank everybody for listening and look forward to returning to the show at the Cup. There it is, right there. Brian Thrift, you are a champion. You are the echelon of excellence. Brian Thrift. <laughs> he is right there. Dude, Trademark. Thanks so much. Hey, that's Brian Thrift. You know who's coming up next, Brian? Um, we got the uh, uh, Bradley Dorch, the ROI, the Roy. Wait, you got anything? Good deal. Yeah, you got anything you want me to say to Bradley for you? I couldn't hear you. I said, "Do you?" I got Bradley coming on next. You got anything you want me to tell him? Uh, not really. Okay, you want to leave it right there? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna tell him that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Thanks can- so much. Thank you, guys. Take it easy. That's Brian Thrift right there. Hey, I'm Pat Renwick, Ryan Popcorn Whitaker. Put the power bulls down again. The madness continues. Extended long play version of Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television, the Rookie of the Year, Bradley Dorch, coming up next. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to StrayCast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!